Everybody. Welcome back to Coffee with the Missionary. Today we've got a special guest. we got Pastor Charlie. Uh, Pastor Charlie is, uh, it, when, whenever I tell people who he is, whenever we're on deputation, I, I kind of explain him as my right hand. He's, he's the guy that's always around. He's with us all the time. Uh, he lives here on the property. He's the caretaker here. And he is also a pastor of Red Corner Pineal Church. And we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But I would like Pastor Charlie to introduce himself real quick and just kind of let you guys hear uh, a little bit about him and, and how it came about that, that he got called to the ministry and, and came to, to be with the Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ here in Papua New Guinea. Praise the Lord, everyone. Um, yeah, it's, it's really it's a blessing to, to work, uh, work with God. I mean, um, uh, I used to be a... I used to be like you know a football player, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rugby, huh? Yeah, rugby. We in in Papua New we call it rugby. Yeah. And then, uh, but uh, eventually, I mean, I I met my wife and she said, "Oh, you want to you want to play rugby? Are you gonna stay with me?" You know. <laughs> so I think uh, you know, being a young person and uh, trying to have a wife, you know, I I think I made a decision that no, I don't want to play rugby. I'll get in touch. I mean, I'll get my wife, you know, be a man and stay in the house. Yeah. And pretty soon, like, um, uh, we had a child, and then his name is Willie. Yeah. And then came along with that. And uh, uh, one, I could not remember the date, but one time uh, I went attend fellowship. That time, Brother Bonnet, he had two services going on. In the morning, he had to go to one of our assembly churches in Kuibuka. Yeah. And then the, in the afternoon, two o'clock service, they normally had in the, where he resident, under the, uh, under the residential place, so they normally have a fellowship there. Okay. So one night, they have a fellowship night, and then I just went, you know, escorting my wife and my mother-in-law, and um, Brother Bonish, you know, right at the corner, he said, hey, who's that guy right at the <laughs> door? And then he said, oh, I said, oh, that's uh, my mother-in-law introduced, introduced me and said, um, that's uh, that's my son-in-law, Rose husband. Yeah. So he said, uh, Brother Bonnet said, um, "Hey, come over here. I brought this five-string bass guitar from US, <laughs> and I did not give that this bass guitar to anyone. You come over here and, f and play, you know, a fellowship." From that time, I mean, God changed, me. and I kind of like God started to deal with me and saying about like you know, I've been playing and I've never been to church, you know, and then. Uh, a missionary from different nation and different country start you know uh, casting his love uh, love on me, and then saying that come and have this uh, bass guitar and from that forward like you know I know I have to accept the Lord. That's awesome. So for those of you that that's never been here to PNG or don't don't really know the the difference, uh, they're they're from Koibuka to where brother and sister Barnett started here in the Highlands. That's right. Uh, you're looking at, at that time with the roads as awesome as they were. Uh, you're looking about an hour between places, yeah? Between Koibuka uh, and town back ta then? Yeah. I mean, in the morning, you normally going to attend the service. The time probably 30, 40 minutes 
Yeah. And then in the afternoon, two o'clock, they normally have a service under the residential place of Brother Bonnet. Do it all over again. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Brother and Sister Barnett, they were here for like 20 years. So, exactly. I mean, they they done a lot of work. A lot of a work. Lot of work. Uh, and we, we talked about Willie just a moment ago. For those of you that have been listening to the podcast, you already know that Ezekiel, he was in Fiji for like two weeks. Yes. And uh, Willie, he goes to school at Unitech, which is one of the most prestigious colleges here in Papua New Guinea. And uh, Willie's going to school to be an engineer. Yes. And uh, we're, we're expecting great things for Willie. But um, Willie and Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel got back last Friday. From and, Fiji. Yeah, from Fiji. And Willie got back on Saturday so, from uni. uni. <laughs> <laughs> so last night we had a great time. Oh, yes. Uh, we, when we, when we really want to celebrate something here in Papua New Guinea, it, it's really no different than anywhere else in the world. We just do it different, right? Yes. Uh, we, we spend good times yes. and, and memorable times with friends and family. So yesterday we, we killed a pig and we had yep. a moo moo yep. and we had a great time. Uh, spent all day preparing and, and then about about eight o'clock last night we started to eat and then at about ten o'clock last night, Sister Rose and Sister Marshall. <laughs> Uh, both done a shimbu war cry. Oh yeah, I mean that's it's a it's a simple war cry actually, but uh, like you know we've been we've been in like you know in the like you know the children of God that yeah. war cry is like a war cry to you know in war, Jesus. Yeah. That's right, because <laughs> we're in war. Yeah, we're in war exactly. That's you know, right. Spiritual realm, like we are fighting, you know. That's right. So that cry, you know, came out from our heart, like you know, feeling that joy and yeah, peace, just and having such a good time. Yeah, such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And when we say war cry, we're not talking about going around acting crazy. A yeah. war cry is just like a shout, right? Yes, it, yes. I mean, it's nothing nothing to get yeah. scared about or nervous. But it was so much fun, awesome, you know? Awesome. And, and Sister Marshall, that was so out of her element for her to do that. And uh, I have a recording of that. I may or may not put Sister Rose at the beginning of the podcast and Sister Marshall at the end or... Or yes. vice versa, just to throw you guys off. I, I may throw that in here. Yes. But I have to get permission from the lady so I don't get myself in trouble, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're the ones that made a will cry. So. That, that's right. i got to make sure that it's okay with them for us to share that. Exactly. Uh, Pastor Charlie, he, he pastors a church of, of several several people yes. at, at Red Corner. Uh, for those of you that, that remember our, I think it was our first deputation, uh, Red Corner was the first work that Sister Marshall and I was able to, to plant exactly uh, here in Papua New Guinea. And, and Maggie, we talk about Maggie and the Moomoo all the time on deputation. Yes. And uh, Pastor Charlie now pastors that church. And, and we're rejoicing today because on Sunday, we was able to baptize seven, seven. souls in Jesus' name from Red Corner Church. Three repented. Three repented, seven baptized. God is good. Amen. Huh? Praise the Lord. Uh, that puts us, I, I, I done the math and I have a spreadsheet uh, on my computer telling me how many we had baptized in Jesus' name and uh, filled with the Holy Ghost yes. this year. Yes. And I haven't shared these numbers with Pastor Charlie, so oh, yeah. we're going to go through these real quick. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so in 2023, All right. we, we didn't get back till July. Yes. You guys done this from, from January. January to June. You guys was here flying yes, solo, yes, right? Yes. From July till now. Yes. So from January to October 2023, 
We have had 991 souls repent of their sins. Praise the Lord. We have baptized 488 people in Jesus' name. Wonderful. And 391 have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Man, ain't God good? God is good. God is so good. And and it's just a blessing to be a, you know, a small part of what God is doing. Uh, A lot of times people, you know, and I say this on deputation. Yes. Uh, but but a lot of times people say, Brother Marshall, what are you doing different? And my answer, it, it honestly, I don't really do anything different. Yes, you know, yes. I, I just let God have His way because I don't do anything. Yes, I go and I preach the word, and God does the work. Exactly. I, I just see the fruits of the labor. You yes, know? yes. And, and it's amazing to see what God is doing. Yes. Um, so could you give us a little history on on your? Uh, your, your previous pastorship at, at the Goomans Church, he was there for a while. And due to some civil, I'll, I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'll let you share okay. that. And, and then uh, also a little bit about what we got going on at Red Corner right now. All right. Actually, uh, I didn't, I was not engaged as a pastor at the moment. At the time that I was really engaged with the Gooman Church. And then uh, that church has been going through some challenges. Yeah. And then uh, Brother Bonnet had to s- stood up there. Uh, by the direction of God, and uh, he made a decision that uh, you have to remove the pastor in that particular church. Yeah. And then uh, he had to pastor the church. Okay. Uh, for probably about a month or two, we went back and forth pastoring that Guman church. Yeah. With my wife and brother Bonnet every day. I mean, stationed every day. But then uh, a deputation came along, which he had to leave after two months. Yeah. And he kind of looking back, you know, pastors do when to put a pastor in there. And he turned turn around and kind of seen me, you know. Yeah. I've never been pastor. Like, I'm just a Sunday school teacher and uh, uh, maybe sometimes youth pastor. You know? Yeah. And then he, 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 he turned around and then see me. I willing to be a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so within a time factor coming so close with a deputation and at the same time no seeing no pastor was really, you know, putting the burdens in there. I mean there's a lot of pastors in there, but uh, kind of putting the burden in the in Guman just no one. So I think the, I mean God spoke to him, felt something that he needed to share yeah. with me. And I said, Brother, here I am. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> That's right. Just like little Samuel said in the in the in the temple and here I am, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> So, Brother Bonnet and uh, our press better, all missing director, they prayed, ordained me, and then uh, installed me as a pastor. Okay. And from there, I, st- I mean, God just came in in, in his way. How long a, was you there? Uh, uh, probably about uh, five, four years. Yeah. Four years. Four years, some months. Okay. And then the the fight broke out from the, the complaint against the uh, coffee plantation, and then he had weird to come out. So, we, we, were, we were right at the heads of seeing the great revival in there. Yeah. Uh, the congregation went up to probably about, I would say, 35 to 40. Awesome. And then we had some business people walking in town, driving the truck inside. Even it was really remote places, but uh, they felt, I mean, the gospel is completely different from what they are on in their communities. So, yeah. Uh, they feel the gospel is it's, it's a reality in life. And people start lo- looking for, I mean, they've heard the word of God all over the community, but... Uh, what they are looking for is the the kind of like the environment of the spiritual that they will grow you know right. the reality of their life so and then yeah we almost at a we are right at the heads of reaching the great revival in there and then the fight broke out so we huh. go from there 
We we have a saying back home, and we say if it's if a church is alive, it's worth the drive. That's right. So you you know you could be an hour or two away, yes, and you'll still, still if you find a church yes. that's alive and thriving, you're going to drive to that church. Place to love. Um, I, I like to to stop right here just for a minute because in America we we don't really see um, the importance of, of praying for the mission field. That's right. I mean, we do to an extent. But we don't really grasp the reality of what is what goes on in Papua New Guinea. That's right. And Papua New Guinea is beautiful. The people here are beautiful. It's a great place. But there are times where it, it just takes a couple of bad people to ruin an entire thing that you got going on, right? That's right. So tribal fighting is, is responsible for a lot of church closures. Yep. So the importance of people praying for, for the mission field. Uh, let's stay right here for a minute. Let's talk about that. Yes. So with Gooman's Church, he was yeah. there for almost five, we'll just say five, five years. years. Five years. Uh, five years. Pastors that listen to this podcast, I want, you to, I want you to think about this. You've pastored your church for five years. And one day the fighting in your neighborhood, we're, we're going to call it a neighborhood because Americans, that, we're going to talk their talk. Uh, so say in your neighborhood there's a big gang fight that breaks out and it closes your church down yes and, and guman's church it, it didn't close it down for a week it, it wasn't like covid where it closed it down for a couple of months that's right it closed it down for three and a half four years that's right and while it was closed down another door opened for pastor charlie thank you jesus Praise because god wants to use him and god opened a door to be able to do that exactly but god god knows what he's doing all that's the time right. but we need to realize that prayer is important Amen. Because just like you, you know, in, in that situation, yes. if if someone else puts themselves in that situation, they really get to see what what it's really like. Exactly. Let's talk about some of the emotions that you had when all of this happened, like whenever the church was shut down. How did that affect your family? I mean, first of all, like you know, uh, seeing the souls suffering from that battle, they feel the vulnerable of that battle. It really hurts my heart. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, you I sometimes woke up in three, four o'clock in the morning, start to pray and worship, think about these souls, you know. I know their face. I have connected through not just talking and preaching alone, but I've connected being a, you know, a family member to them, you know. Yeah. Not just being a pastor alone, but I've been as a as a as a family member to them. Whenever they you know, in times of their situations I normally stand there and give them smiling. And as soon as this uh, fight came out it was just broken, I it's just, you know, take me down there, you know. Yeah. But uh, I thank God for his, you know, strength, you know. And then uh, it really hurts to see them suffering from the battle. Yeah. They, they couldn't sleep. They have to stay all night, you know. Yeah. And watching over their life. And then what, one of the very thing that really touches me, like, you know, the, the young men in the church, they, did, they were in the battlefield. Probably the fight started uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. And they did not even, you know, got guns or bush knife or you know, start cutting people. No, they were still standing with scared, you know. Yeah. Are we, we are Christians. Are we going to use this bush knife? Are we going to use this gun? You know, they were really scared. And, and then those young men, they were in the battlefield and they kind of calling me. Pastor, can you release us? That we can go fight. <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of like, you know, they're putting me even to the worst place, you know. Yeah. Am I going well, to... fear their yes, life, you know. Yeah. So... I mean, that fight is already coming and they're going to defend themselves, yeah. whatever it takes, you know. Yeah. I said, um, um, 
uh, that time that fight was not really big and then I said no, don't do anything unless and until you come to a point that you need to do but don't let this battle you know the spirit of fighting rule you over yeah. and then rushing up to get one of the harms or Bushnav start going there fighting no you just be patient until come to a point it really come there that you can make a one insult or something like that and clear them up all this kind of thing but um, you know we're, like we said earlier, I mean, we're fighting against the spiritual powers and rulers of darkness. Yeah. So it happens really. So they're using the machine guns, so they have to defend themselves yeah. by getting the gun fired and all this one. So and that's one of the, the thing that really broke my heart. Oh, that that, yeah, that, really that would break your heart. heart. Yeah. Because they have a, they have a, they have a fashion in there like they don't want to do it. Yeah. You can you can from the time they're still in the battlefield and calling your pastor. Yeah. You can see on the other side gunfire. Yeah. You, you, you will see on the other side, the house is burning. Yeah, you got your wife oh, yeah, kids, uh, yeah. scattered all over the place. Yeah. You have no proper food. And on the other side, sit at the battlefield, calling your pastor, just image, trying to be, you know, getting some advice or something, trying to get, you know, yeah. let God speak to them. And yeah, it really happened. I mean, it really broke my heart in there. Yeah. And then I, I really respect those uh, congregations. They said, oh, pastor, can you release us? The, the fight is getting worse. We yeah. cannot stand there alone. And even our some of our tribesmen men, and then they said, "No, why? You, why, why don't you guys hold the guns and go and go to the fight and standing like that?" And then they they said, "Oh, we we baptized them. We 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 were Christian. We cannot fight our brothers out there. It's not our enemy, our brothers." But uh, with respect to the community, thing, you know, that's another thing. They have to, have to do anything, so they get the gun and they have to go fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the the Bible, you know, it talks about uh, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. That's so. Right. You go three months, yes. you know, and, and Papua New Guinea is not like, I, I mean, like I said, it's beautiful. It gets a bad rap. Yes. A lot of people talk bad about Papua New Guinea just because sometimes it's dangerous. It really yes. is. But most times we're good, you know, yes. no, no big deal. But what what people think of whenever they think, well, the church is closed, we'll just live stream, you know, yes. we'll, we'll record it on a, on a cell phone and send it out there. Everybody doesn't have internet here. Everybody doesn't have a smartphone here. That's I right. mean, you know, we, we don't have the same options. That's right. So if you if you shut a church down for 30, 60, 90 days, let alone, you know, four years, the, the people's going to start straying away. Because me and Pastor Charlie, when I, I came here in 2019, yes. and me and Pastor Charlie had to talk about Goodman's Church. That's right. And uh, he explained to me, he's like, I would love to go down there and see the people, but... It was to a point to where if they would have even seen our vehicle coming in, it would have got bad because it, it, the fighting was so bad, all of the churches closed down. Yes. So he couldn't even go see the people. They had to come to him if they wanted any advice. They, they either called him or came to the property because he couldn't go over there. So pastors, think about that. Whenever you're praying for your missionaries, and well, I, I say this all the time, don't just pray for the marshals. That's right. Pray for all of the missionaries. All of the missionaries. That's right. And, exactly. and don't just pray for the missionary. Pray for the field of labor that they're in. That's right. Because if you're praying for the field of labor, you're not only praying for Ryan Marshall, you're praying for, for Charlie Gabriel as well, right? Exactly. Exactly. So you're praying for Brother Marshall, Brother brother Charlie. You're, you're praying, for, praying for everybody when you're doing this. So just, just cover everybody in the field in prayer because your prayers matter. Yes, exactly. They, they make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, talking about the Gumans, I, live, I, I really want to touch uh, sure. um, uh, Brother Bonnet and uh, Brother Denny Kai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Kyle mean, Denny. Yeah, Kyle Denny. Yeah. And then he, 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 he was the first uh, uh, friend that he came from uh, America with, uh, with a baby. And yeah. his name is Oliver. 
Oh yeah. Only was kind of a, a baby that he went through. I don't know what kind of sickness I would call, but um, yeah. yeah. He came down, and then I mean we were falling in love with little Oliver. Oh <laughs> man, Sister Etta and uh, uh, Danny Kyle, and then when they, uh, when Danny Kyle and Etta they added that. Uh, there's a fighting going in Gumans and he, he came and preached a tremendous message. Yeah. We were really blessed. And then he heard from America and then he made a little pledge to buy the food of the congregation. I said, I also want to thank Brother Kyle. Okay. I, I also, yeah. If he's listening to this podcast. He listens every yeah. week. I get messages yeah. all the time. I just, um, uh, me and my wife and the congregation of Gumans, we just want to thank, thank him and his wife and little Oliver as well and all the kids, you know. As well as Brother Bonnet, if he's listening to this podcast, uh, in, in the times where they were fighting, uh, he blessed us with a little offering to buy some uh, food in there, and then we had to load up the big truck with cargo bags, rice bags, oil, everything, and then we had to take it down there. That's and awesome. I, I have to take some of our leaders in Western Islands because they have a proper communication in their language. Because I'm not from Western Islands, I'm from Southern Islands. So, right. You know, I might make some mistake in there. You know, <laughs> they might thought that oh, this guy is bringing the pastor is bringing the guns or something like this. You know, you know, right. it's kind of a third world uh, mentality. You know? Yeah. So um, I took Brother Matthew Mouth, our leader in the church. Okay. And then with this truck loaded with the brothers as well. And uh, the the pickup load up with all food, man, <laughs> salt, cooking well, and whatever in the weekend. So we spent exactly the money that uh, brother and sister Kyle have uh, gave it a little love open. Yeah. We went there. And That's awesome. I just want to thank them for that as well. And then, I mean, like, you know, when talking about the word of God, it's like um, we are all uh, we are all laboring in, the, in one field of God. That's right. And God does not have multitudes of, you know, Feel on the Avast field, you know. We have only one field that's the Avast people alone. So, I just want to thank those who have been putting their hearts in the gospel and support the other pastors in a different parts of the world, you know. Amen. One way or the other, we are still doing the same, you that's know, work right. of God. <laughs> that's right. You can be in the Middle East, in Canada, or you may be in Africa, in Papua New Guinea, still. Yeah, yeah. Still, okay. still doing the work. Yeah. Brother and Sister Denny, they're actually, their place is really close to mine. Oh, right, uh, yes. In Connorsville, Indiana. And brother and sister Denny are in Dayton, Ohio. Yes. So yes. it's it's only maybe forty five minutes. Wow, that's from, so close. From our house to theirs. Okay. But I, I'm with Pastor Charlie there. The Bible says, "Give honor where honor is oh, nice due." Dude. That's Especially right. they that labor in the word and the doctrine. So mm-hmm. thank you for your support, Lord. Uh, brother and sister Denny, and especially brother and sister Barnett. I mean, you blaze the trail uh, <laughs> for for us to be able to come over and and do what yes. we do. Um, came over in 2001 I think it was so I mean we, we we're standing on the shoulders of giants That's you know? right. we're, we're doing doing great things because we had great people here before that, that's kind of what we have going on here right now but uh, me and Pastor Charlie we, we travel together quite a bit you know we whenever wherever I go places he's 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 the man uh, I'll preach and he'll he'll we call it turn him talk he, he translates for me and we had a pretty interesting trip to Garoka a couple of weeks ago. That I shared a little bit of it on the podcast, but let's get another point of view there because <laughs> it, it, it was pretty crazy. We, we go in, uh, Pastor Charlie, you know, they, they put us in this place. It was a guest house. Yeah. And the, the it's tower. Run, it's run by three churches. Yeah. They call it Lutheran Church. Lutheran Church, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, they, they, like, had the, the, the genset kept shutting off. Yeah. Like, we, we had power for, like, three minutes at a time. I know? kind of figured that they're mistreating us because we are oneness. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. And, and then uh, we, we get to our room, and, 
and Pastor Charlie, you know, I'm, I'm on the phone. Pastor Charlie's like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and take a shower. Like, go for it, man. I'm, I'm talking to Rosalie. And uh, he gets in. He's like, man, this water's hot. What happened that night that was so crazy? It, it was nuts. Let's talk about from the time we, we went to the first guest house that opened the gate and let us in and wouldn't let us stay there. It was like it was like Joseph and Mary trying to go to the end. <laughs> the door was up. No the door was up. <laughs> and then we go to another place. So let's start at the first place and, and just kind of walk us through that evening. It was pretty nuts. Yeah, I mean after the that's right after the crusade we had to go. That's a place called. Uh, it's a new place, and then that crusade has been run by the. Uh, I mean, they're a good spirit. They have to you know yeah. bind them together. They, will, they put their minds together to run that crusade and they invited uh, our missionary Ryan Maso to go and preach for them. I mean, that's uh, Apostolic Plain Bible Truth and then the Assembly of Jesus Christ. Yeah. In a place, in a different place we've never been to. It's a new place. Yeah. And then uh, that place, you remember that place? Yeah. What is, you don't you remember the name? Oh. It was called Okopana. Uh, Okopana. It was somewhere like in Goroka. <laughs> it's somewhere in Goroka. <laughs> After we're done with the night service, um, we won't hang around there. <laughs> my son said, I'm going to put my tent right in front of my truck. And I, Brother, if you want to be relaxed in your tent, I will get the back seat of the truck. I'm going to sleep in the car. <laughs> yeah. We kind of, you know, chilling out late uh, after that. Uh, and then the, the guy said, no. And the brother in Goroka said, no. We have already booked a, a guest house for you guys. So we're going to go and rest there. Yeah. So when we went to our first guest house, time was over. They opened the gate. We went inside. And then the reception was closed. <laughs> so we have to drive out again. And then they said, this guy said, no, we have another, the same guest house, another one down there. So we went to that second place. We went in and, you know, man, we had a really <laughs> unbelievable reception. The power was kind of blinking on and on. And on yeah. In 10 seconds and then go off again. Yeah, it was crazy. We had a trouble there. And we went into the room. We were so tired after, you know, you know, Papunikini is really good and, you know, excited when whenever we fellowship and yeah. worshiping God and all. So we were sweating and we need some cold shower, hot cold shower <laughs> to sleep, you know. So I was expecting a cold water and hot water to run in there because it pretty looks, it looks nice, you know. Yeah. I went in there and I put the cold tape on and the water couldn't come. <laughs> and when I was on the hot water, it came you know, you know, whenever it, like in when the hot water comes first, you need a little bit of not really hot, yeah. but warm little bit, and it starts to get in hot, man. <laughs> the whole in sour room place is filled with the moist. You know, I couldn't see myself in the mirror as well. Steam everywhere. Steam everywhere. <laughs> and when I came out from the bathroom, I was burning, brother. My skin was red. <laughs> I didn't even let my brother, my missionary, know about this one. <laughs> I w- if I would told you, you you you, you won't uh, have your showers so on. I said, no, I must have normally like old shower. Yeah. So I just let it go. <laughs> and I came up, my skin was really burned with hot water. <laughs> yeah. Now it's up to you. You can go. So what happened to you? I mean, when you go to your, I'm in the shower again. <laughs> well, there wasn't any hot water. Yes. Um, I, I go in, and I, I end my, my FaceTime call, and I'm, I'm, I turn on the water. Get in the shower, and the, they gave us a bar of soap a piece and a yeah. towel, and I'm in the shower, and I get get the soap going, and no water. Water <laughs> just shuts out. off. No cot, no cold, no nothing. So I'm like, I'll turn on the sink, and I'll just kind of, you know, get some splashing going on. I'll just splash yeah. it. No water. And no water again. So I'm standing there, and I'm like, 
the, the power had gone off for a couple of seconds, and I was like, the power will come back and the pump will come on. I'll be yes. good to go. I stand there. Five minutes, probably. Power comes on. Guess what doesn't? The water. I still have no water. So I'm standing there. I'm like, what in the world am I going to do? And I remembered before we left, I, I filled a one-liter Coca-Cola bottle with water. What a and I put it in the freezer because I knew at night I would want something cold to drink. So I was standing there, I was like, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> and I was like, Pastor Charlie, I've got a one liter <laughs> bottle of water. I said, can you bring it to me? I said, I'm, I'm covered in soap, man. And I mean, so he, he brings man, it Man, I in. was kind of thinking that, man, he's in a sour place and what, uh, he's trying to drink a water. <laughs> he must, the water was so hot I needed yeah. to drink. Oh. So I'm standing there and I, I look at this bottle of water after he brings it to me, and it, it's like got fog on it. It's so cold that the bottle's like sweating on oh, the outside. Man. And I was like, this is a horrible idea. That's right. But <laughs> it's even a worse idea to just keep the soap on. So I was like, here we go. So here I am. I'm, I'm pouring water. Uh, you know, it, it, cold it, feels water. Like, uh, it feels like I'm baptizing myself <laughs> in ice water, bro. So I'm like, oh, this is awful. It, Finally, I get get it rinsed off, and the next morning we wake up, and Pastor Charlie's like, hey, do you want to get your shower first, or do you want me to get mine? I'm like, bro, I am not about to take another shower in this place. You go ahead and do whatever you want to do, but I'm not getting back in there. I don't want to experience a second time again. Oh, I'm not going to let that dog bite me twice. I'm not going in there again. So it, it, it was crazy. I mean, I mean that's been, uh, like... Uh, being a Papua New Guinea, I mean, this is some. I, I really cannot take this like a really big thing. Yeah. I mean, that's it's part of my experience. But uh, for a missionary family to go to a, a foreign nation in a different country, like big because of the gospel and experience, those it's it's a very I mean, it's it's one of the big thing, you know. Yeah. That it's an experience that uh, it's it's gonna come against the way like in the life you go through and all this kind of stuff, you know. Some of those strengths still will come. Yeah. So, like my, like my, I want to uh, say this words to those who are listening to the podcast. Uh, please pray as much as you can for all our missionaries, Amen. all across the whole nations in the world. Amen. They are really like they're putting their lives in there for the sake of the gospel. So that's you know part of it. Sometimes you, you might not know, you know. Snake might come out from that panel of what what, what you, <laughs> you, know, you don't know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a kind of experience that you are, I mean, our missionaries are experiencing. Some other missionaries they experience some, you know, snake bites, you know. Yeah. Some of them they're political, you know, they make all kinds of fighting and all this kind of stuff. So I really want to thank God for all our missionaries. Amen. For the kind of heart they have, the stubborn in the gospel, continue to preach the gospel, reaching people. So Thank you. That's but we, we really enjoyed it. Amen. We had a great time. <laughs> I mean, even though I got, you know, he, Pastor Charlie got third degree burns and I got frostbite, <laughs> but we had a great time anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the pastor actually offered us a room in his house uh, when we was over yes. there in yes. Garoka, and we never met him before. And, uh, I mean, he, he was like, we had no idea who he was. He's like, oh, you'll sleep at my house. Mm-hmm. We was like, ah. Thank you, but we've already got arrangements. You know, God bless him yes. for, for having that, that heart. God bless him for wanting to bless us. That's right. But uh, it all worked out the way it's supposed to work out. And it's a blessing and an honor to, yes. to go through the things we do go through. Uh, but like Pastor Charlie said, remember our missionaries in prayer. 
you know, we've, we've got missionaries that, you know, they'll, they'll go into places and they'll end up getting malaria and end Example, up in the like hospital. In, in Israel, no, they're fighting our yeah. missionary right down there. Israel, Gaza, yeah. Lebanon, you yes. know, we, we've, we've got... We, we've got the Kobe family over in Bulgaria, but they they also uh, they they also have a work there in Israel. Uh, but we have brother and sister Azar right there in the heart of it in yes. Lebanon. You know, going going through some stuff. So remember them in prayer. Yes, amen. Uh, pray for them. I, I I always recommend you you contact either go to the website yes and, and get a list of the missionaries' names and pray for them by name. Or reach out to your local missions director and get a list of the names that they've got access to these things. Even hit us up on social media. I mean, we'll give you a list of, of anything you want here in Papua New Guinea. We'll give you a list of pastors. We'll give you a list of my family's names, birthdays, anniversaries, what, yes. whatever you guys ask for. We'll make it happen, right? First of all, thank you, Jesus. Uh, because we want to make sure that you're keeping the missionaries in the front of your mind and praying amen, for them. Amen. Me and Pastor Charlie have another church opening come up in yes. about two weeks. Yes. And uh, we're excited about that, but we're probably not going to be in a guest house this time. We're probably going to be uh, in the tent. In the village guest yeah, house. in the village <laughs> guest house. So I'll, I'll be maybe, having... Maybe this time's up right in the fireplace. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be having my tent on the car and my, my uh, either my hammock or my cot. Uh, you know, uh, thank God he, he knew what he was doing because I yes. love to camp. Yes, and, and he put me in a place to where at least once a month I get to sleep outdoors. First of all, so uh, you know that that's a blessing to me. Yes, if it's a safe place. Exactly. Uh, last place we stayed, we di we didn't really know it. So the safest place was the guest house that had no water. Yes, but uh, you know God always knows what He's doing. Exactly. Pray that our light shines throughout mm -hmm. Papua New Guinea, and we we continue to reach the lost. Yes. Thank you guys for listening this week. I'm gonna let Pastor Charlie close us out. Uh, he, he's going to end this podcast and then uh, like I said I'll, I'll see with the ladies if I'm allowed to use that, that war cry or not if I am you Jesus better believe war, war cry. Jesus war cry yeah. you, you better believe if they if they say okay it's going on here so God bless you guys here's Pastor Charlie oh, thank you thank you for this the moment that we are uh, listening to this podcast it's really awesome being in the, in the field of God I mean Sometimes you will walk in a in a in a better place. Sometimes you know in a bad place. Sometimes it will come to a point where you will really you know fear, but uh, God is always there. Uh, God said, um, Matthew twenty eight eighteen said uh, uh, twenty said, uh, I will be with you, even to the ends of the earth. Even the same language was spoken when God, in with uh, Joshua and Moses as well in Joshua chapter one verses five to nine it says, I will make sure nothing stands on the way. I will be with you even to the ends of the earth as well. I will go before you. Do not be afraid. I will be with you always. And I mean, our missionaries, our pastors, our ministers out there, um, they are dedicating their life. They know they have, they have uh, faith and are uh, confident in this promise which God has made. In the, in, and I mean, the, you know, the word of God does not lie, you know. It's, right. all, it's all truth, you know. So uh, one thing that uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry about this, but I'm going to rewind a little bit. Uh, sure. This, we had a, we had our prophet in the church, and then um, she had been praying and fasting for our nations, all across our nations, and our praying and fasting for our missionaries, and then uh, new missionaries and the old missionaries, and then those pastors were sent to to a different country from leaving their places and going to the different places, and then one thing that uh, God started to reveal is uh, the biggest uh, spirit that is fighting against all nations is the territorial spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. 
If you guys pray, please pray for every territorial spirit. If, like in Papua New Guinea, we, we have this spirit. You're still fighting for the gospel not to move, you know, fighting, causing troubles on the other side. So we yeah. pray against that so that the word of God will continue to reach out using our uh, men of God in the field. Amen. Thank you for the listening podcast. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen.